Hey everyone, welcome back to the pod. No social skills. We're Destiny and Cassidy. And welcome back. <laughs> welcome back. Um, we wanted to say thank you to everyone who listened by this time. This episode is uploaded. The first episode would have been a week old by now. So yeah. we just want to say thank you to everyone who's listened and thank you guys so much. We appreciate anyone listening to Literally us talking. Like, <laughs> we're very appreciative. And we heard all the feedback, and yeah, we're working on it, and mm-hmm. we're only gonna it's only get up, better. It's only up from here, so yeah. So, how was your week? My week was actually a little interesting. So I think I was exposed to COVID at work. Wait, <laughs> I'm just sitting here. <laughs> okay, we <Okay>. go. <laughs> No, I think I was ex- – well, people at my job are getting COVID left and right, but my job isn't being responsible and doing what they need to do. So everyone's still there. Are you being responsible? Yeah, we got a test. We got the rapid one, and we got um, the one that goes so far up you hurts. You got that? Yes. You got that one? Yes. I didn't even. I didn't even know anything about this. I didn't even know. You didn't. That's why these laptops are here because we've been working from home. But, um, yeah, that the rapid one came back negative and we're waiting on the other one the one that goes farther up that's more accurate um to see if we go back so i've been working from home like since tuesday it's been the best week (laughs) right working from home is nice because you don't have to drive and like you can just kind of wake up at the last minute and clock in i love that um my building uh they're taking mm, at first they weren't but you really mm-hmm. can't blame them because, like, the information was so, like, yeah. lucrative. But now it's kind of, like, temperature at the door. Everyone wears masks. And everyone's working from home. Like, I'm literally isolated. Like, I'm at my own little desk far mm-hmm. from everyone else. So That's good. It's, yeah, it's they've been pretty good with that. And no one has to come back till next year. And that's depending if the virus is yeah has gotten better. So... But that, my, I didn't know that. Yeah, but my job, like, they don't want people working from home. Why? First, I don't know if, like, they want people in the building. I, I don't know why. Well, like, they aren't don't you, give you an option. Trump supporters? The head of the company is a Trump supporter. Is he an anti-masker as well? I don't know. We all have to wear masks. But then the thing with masks, no one... Or she's saying no one. But, like, some people really don't care. Like, they don't. They'll put on the mask, but they don't wear it properly. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. they'll put it on, like, oh, I have on my mask. And they- people in my building, they'll, like, walk around to somebody's desk and then take their mask off and start talking to them. Mm. Like, it's just very contradicting. So mm, uh, Yeah, it's not safe. You can call the uh, people on. I've been wanting to report them. No, <laughs> for a really long time. Yeah. I um, need to report them. So, should we talk about... <laughs> Last night. Last, last night. night. <laughs> last night. Um, things happened. Just grew some balls last night. I did. I got a big cojones. <laughs> and uh, so, should I tell the full story or should I just just like, like brief context of who he is? So there's this guy, <laughs> and I am not the girl to slide in the DMs. No. Not me. I'm really not that person. It's okay if you are. No judgment here. Um, I'm just not. I just have social anxiety, obviously. Um, So I'm not that person. But he, this particular person, over the years have just gotten so hot. Like, would you agree with that? 100%. Like, when I first met him, I was 15. Right. Yeah, I was 14. Yeah, and he liked me. Yeah, we, okay, so we all worked together, and he had the biggest crush on Des. But we both were like, no. we knew that he had a crush on you, but you just weren't interested, and you're just kind of like, he was a bum back in the day, too. So yeah, no, we were all just like, not. No offense to you. <laughs> he knows though. Yeah. Oh, because he stepped up. Yeah. And he graduated high school and went to the Navy, mm-hmm. got some big money, and just stepped his game up. He and he's like, a man now. Oh, uh, a man. Like he. Yeah. So he posted this picture. When, mm. Right. I wish we could show you guys the pic. Oh my goodness! Like in the soup. <sighs> 
with the gold chain. With the gold chain. <laughs> and he's so chocolatey in his he smile. Is. The teeth are there. Yeah. And he, I don't know, like something about him is just like, wow. Yeah. And I was like, I remember DMing Taylor. Shout out to Taylor. <laughs> um, and I was like, yo, like, look at this picture. Like, there's just no way. Like, he's mm-hmm. so fine. And he's like, it, she was like, it's time. It's time. We've been trying to get Des to <laughs> slide up, DM, make a move for about two years now. Since I don't think it's two. I it's think it's been one. two. Really? It's That's been crazy. two. Wow. So we all peer pressured her and she did. So and yeah, I was like, way. are you sure it's time? She's like, it's time for you to like slide. So we all get on the phone with our um, Hassan and Taylor, one of our best, like, couple of our best friends. Mm-hmm. And they were like, okay, this is what you need to say. Do this, do this. So I'm like, sl- I, my anxiety was at such a peak. Like, I almost had a panic attack. Yeah. And waiting back for his responses are just crazy. But waiting back for his responses is... Mm-hmm. But it's just, I don't know, my anxiety. And then it came to the point where they're like, okay, you need to give him your number. And like, because we can't be in the DM. We can't. Okay. Sorry for the interruption. <laughs> um, but he texts me. And like I said, like that moment felt like forever between me giving him my number. Uh-huh. It was only like 20 minutes though. I know, but then it's like I'm not the one to be like, here's my, my number. number, text me when you're It's like in putting the city? yourself out there. It is, and I'm And we not. never do that. No, but I'm happy that I did it even mm-hmm. if I do get rejected. It's something that's like at least I try. The yeah. what is will go away. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he's not my, like, I've never went for someone like this. Never. Like, rapper, Hennessy City boy, throwing, boy. Like, okay, Eastside. MCM, though. <laughs> Eastside. <laughs> um, but he's just so fun. Like, yes. it's just, it had to happen. Um, but yeah, that's an update. I'll keep you guys what posted. What if you guys get married? Please don't. <laughs> what did you do? That would and just be so Cali. funny. That would be funny. Like, We're... but could we not go there? <laughs> yeah, let's not. <laughs> let's not put that energy. <laughs> um, but yeah, guys, I will keep you posted if anything changes. He's only going to be in the city for two weeks. Yeah, for Christmas. So we'll keep you guys. We'll keep you me. have to go and see him. Pull up. <laughs> Are you going to? If he was like, okay, we let's make plans. Would you go? You would be so scared. I would be pussy. Like, (laughs) would you go? I would have you in the backseat. I would have (laughs) you and Taylor there. Okay. Like, I'd be like, let's all hang out, and then like Mm. maybe as I get more comfortable, then maybe the next hang out is you. Yeah, and then like maybe break away from the group. You know? Okay. Something like that, because I can't jump in cold water like that. I'm not that type of person. So I would definitely bring you and Taylor. Yeah. So be good times. Oh, that would be a story time for sure. We'll let you guys know. We'll keep you posted. All right. Let's jump in. We have to stay on topic because last time literally like. Yeah, that was the main like constructive criticism was like you guys were all over the place. So we're trying to stay on topic as much as possible. And this episode, which we discussed last episode, was college dropout mm-hmm. um which i think is like such a good conversation to have because a lot of people who listen to this are probably either in school considering school or mm-hmm. are like us kind of like didn't take that path yeah um so by this time like in two weeks it would have been one year officially since we dropped out it would have which is like it's crazy it's crazy life to, is so different it's so different it's such a balancing act in my opinion between mm-hmm. like I don't know we'll get into that more but yeah. it's it's crazy but I think it was the best decision oh absolutely and we'll talk about that more yeah. after um, the commercial break all right we are back from the commercial break how did you guys like it? <laughs> and we're back uh, so for me I think if I took it back more to high school Mm. it'll probably make more sense as to why i made that decision so Mm. high school for me out academically 
like you guys know socially, like I was just not into it. I was never a high school person, but academically, I just, the things that were taught to me, I never was, was like, oh my God, like that's nothing caught my interest. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like nothing was like math is my thing or I was really good at English, like, but I didn't want to write a book my whole life. Like I wasn't uh-huh. like, I want to be a writer or like science. Like I want to be a doctor. And there were mm-hmm. people in high school who gravitated towards certain things that led them to be like, this is my career. I want to do this mm-hmm. in my life. So I'm going to go to school. You know what I mean? Like it yeah. was a process that made them like, other than their parents pressuring them, but it was like more of like, I know what I want to do because I gravitated more towards math and like high school or mm-hmm. the drama program. So I'm going to go study theater. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like I never was like the only um, class that I just was like, this is like super dope. Was probably um, TV Psychology. productions. No. Uh, psych- I mean, psychology. You talked about psychology. I love psych. There were subjects that I really enjoyed, but mm-hmm. not was like, love to take on as a career okay and like tv productions was probably like the only class i was like caught my interest that much because i Mm -hmm. thought it was really cool like journalism but even journalism as a degree isn't journalism Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean it's like and that's why i kind of dropped out but i never went to school being like yeah man today's this is is so exciting i'm gonna learn new math like i Mm -hmm. wasn't it wasn't a passion ever and i there were kids that I saw that would take certain classes because they knew it set them up for success in college. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Like they would say, I need, to, I need to plan out my schedule for AP so I can get these credits. So that way for college. And I never had that mindset. I envied people because I thought it would be easier really? if I loved school because it'll be like, I can understand where they're coming from. But I could mm-hmm. never understand where a kid was coming from. was like, I need to set myself up for success for school. Like, I was yeah. like, um, okay. Like, that's good for you, but, like, I can't relate to that. Like, Yeah, I would say that's the same for me. Like, I never even thought about taking any AP classes. Like, never once, because I'm just like, I'm not in it. Like, my mm-hmm. head's just not in it. This isn't going to do anything for me personally, I thought. So, I didn't take any AP classes, but you were really good academically, though. I was really good academically, but it's just not... It was out of, like, I have to do this because in my household, it was, like, we have to get good grades. Like, that was the Standard. complete expectation. So I didn't want to, like, be the last child and have my grades all messed up and being, like, you know, like a failure in a mm-hmm. sense. So I was, like... I have to uphold the standard. Right. For so that's me, where that came from. I failed so many classes. But I'm the type of person, if I'm just really not passionate about it, I'm not going to care. Like, mm-hmm. if I really, like, history, for example, we, like, I knew it was wrong. Like, half the stuff we learned in college is wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, not in college, I'm sorry. Right. High school. In history? history mm-hmm. um i think the system the education system is outdated oh it needs reform it needs reform like Badly. it's just it's just so outdated and it, it proved my point further when i left school mm-hmm. like it's just so outdated it's it's just crazy i think the education system is not setting people up for success at college all. and high it's school setting you up for failure for failure and it's also setting you up for a nine to five and be a sheep in my opinion. In my, yeah. But some people, to be fair and though. Nine, and nothing is wrong with nine to fives. Like completely, like we both work a nine to five. Yeah. But I feel like we also need to have outlets for people who Are more don't want that route. And mm-hmm. not be, not have that route looked down upon or like, you know, like be ostracized for wanting something different. Now I feel like schools need to have outlets and pathways for people who don't want to work the nine to five. Mm-hmm. We need to have representation and know that we can make it out in the world Without. and not work a nine to five. But to be fair, there are careers that do require nine to five and pay really well. Yeah, but I'm saying like that's all they like expose us to. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? To okay, so like you mean like trades? What do you mean? Like plumber electrician yeah i'm just saying anything that's not like i have to go to college and Mm -hmm. get a degree and study and that is true so for me i think our school and we need to talk about that pushed it so far our school pushed college 
so as far like the only, only option, option. Mm-hmm. or military. Mm-hmm. And if I'm being honest, the military and this goes into like a whole systemic thing is push more on black children. Mm-hmm. Because it's like you can't afford school, go to it's the like, military. Get out of the hood, right? And mm-hmm. it's like this gateway that I think is completely unfair. Hundred percent. And it goes back into just being super outdated versus being like, okay, like there are other options, like start a business. And mm-hmm. For our school, we will literally get pulled out of class to do yeah. our like our college applications. Like yeah. there was no other. They didn't like my um, shout out to my counselor. I loved her, but she should have told me not to go i didn't have mm-hmm. the academics like i didn't have nor did i have the money if i'm True. completely honest like that's not that, that we were like like super couldn't afford college but it was mm-hmm. like it's expensive even it if you go expensive. to a cheap university like you're th- still pulling out loans. 40 grand you know what yeah. i'm saying so it's like on top of like books because some stuff stuff's like stuff isn't covered, but Books, no one taught us that stuff. though, because no we one. were first generation, well, first generation college students mm. essentially, and like I wasn't, I wasn't either, but like <laughs> okay, so we wasn't first gen, <laughs> but like m- my sister is in school, so I did kind of have a better path, but I was still on my own essentially, because mm-hmm. you know they had a lot going on. Um, but my mom was like, okay, this is how you do a FAFSA. This is how you, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't have that guidance that I feel like. And that's kind of what put on the pressure when I got to college. That gave me, like, mad anxiety. It's like, no guidance. Like, mm-hmm. how do I purchase a book? How do I, you know, like, how oh, do yeah. I manage money? Like, it, mm-hmm. it's it's just a whole different world that isn't taught to you. They it's only not. prepare you academically. They don't prepare you first socialization like how do you make friends in college how do you manage depression like Mm -hmm. they don't talk about that because they're so strictly focused on academics and it's like but there are kids who never been in that setting you know what I mean like there are kids who've never been to school or been around that many people or been exposed to like it's just such a different world and I think our school should have done better like you said exposing people to different options Mm -hmm. and like not just pushing military on the black kids and they still do that and that's a whole problem um just a whole different we just need a whole different school system where it's like grades shouldn't just matter yeah academics shouldn't just matter. like like teach me about credit teach me about about taxes because let me taxes budgeting budgeting loans like all of it like you need to know crazy how much you learn when you're not in school because Mm -hmm. you just need to learn it or you just will not survive like yeah. Credit. It's and a we'll, whole thing. It's a whole thing. We'll get into yeah. that. But okay, if we take it back to dropping out. So for me, during all of that, when they were pushing college down my throat, I was very indifferent. I was like, mm. so for the longest time, I thought I was going to go to Wayne State and just stay at home. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out, Wayne. Um, yeah, for the longest time, I thought that was my path. Like, I'll see how I like it. But I was... I was really going out of like, I don't want to regret not going. So I'm just going to try it out. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was going to be Wayne like freshman year to like junior year. And then senior year, I don't know how Grand Valley came up. Well, your mom took us to Grand Valley. My mom was a big supporter on Grand Valley. She took us there and we like loved it. Which is so sick looking back. But. So sick. And so we got in. So how did you, how was your college at? So I only applied to two schools. Like, this is the thing that I feel like somebody should have told me that, like, yo, like, this just does not look like your path. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, I only applied to two schools. Yeah. Like, I, di- I wasn't like, oh, my God, I'm super excited to apply. Mm-hmm. Like, when I had to pay the fee, I was like, I don't want to pay this. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I was trying to get away by all means. And I think I did. But um, I just wasn't excited. I was like, this is just something that it's another step. Mm. It's like kind of like a so you thought like, it was just like another step. Yeah, it's kind of like doing your classes for senior year. It's like you have to do it, or you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It just felt like something that I was obligated to do because it's just like my step in life. Like it's just you've been told for so yeah, long that was our environment. What to do academically? Like you mm-hmm. had an advisor. You're like, okay, well, now you have to do this to graduate. Like you've been told, so I was conditioned to listen to listen and think yeah. like, okay, what else you gonna do? Mm-hmm. Like you can't, you know, like the option of me getting a job or like me doing like I. In, I was so narrow. Didn't thought. even fathom that. It yeah, didn't even either. like, and then it was like, 
kind of scary to think like if I didn't go to school, mm-hmm. what what would I do? And I'm not gonna lie, we kind of we were our mindsets were so narrow. It's like if you didn't go to school, you were looked at as like a bum. But that was lie. conditioned in us though. Yeah, by our school was like if you didn't go to school, like like who's not gonna go? Like, like your life is going on a dying down right, spiral. Like at least go to community. Like a community mm-hmm. was even looked at like girl, just at least go to community. Yeah. So it's like you were conditioned so harshly to think that way. And so I did end up getting into Central Michigan University. Shout out, fire up. Um, Which which is a good school. Like, I'm not shitting on anybody who's in school or pursuing school. I do think we need, especially black people, I think we need black teachers. I think we need black politicians. I think we need black doctors. Mm -hmm. So I'm not shitting on people who are in school. But I'm trying to create a perspective, like, it's okay to crave your own path. So Mm -hmm. I had... um, got in and then so i was trying to so we were working the job at camp and as it ended and we went to school i was like Mm -hmm. you know kind of like Mm -hmm. sad to go i don't think you should feel that way um but then again condition go to school what else you gonna do Mm -hmm. so my good friend hassan was like okay you need to do impact because i was really afraid about meeting other children that looked like me Mm -hmm. because i was going to a pwi so i was like I don't want to be just surrounded by yeah, um, me too. In a predominantly white school, and not have anybody to be like, "Girl, like, mm-hmm. what's up?" Can relate to right. So he was like, "Go to Impact. It's for all the people of color. Like, you just meet dope people." And I did. Uh-huh. It was a great. It was and a great from, experience. Um, Des going to Impact, I was like, "Okay, I should go to my black um, uh-huh. like group thing." So I went to that. It was. Um, Nothing came from that. I'm not. Gonna, I'm gonna be honest. I feel like it was a great program, but personally, nothing came from that. I didn't make any friends, <laughs> and I'm not gonna say it was a waste, but yeah. So we get on campus, and I was for the first two weeks was having a really great time. You were. It was a lit time. Like I was in a new environment. Um, met really cool people. My roommate was black. So Mm -hmm. that was really cool. Like, I'm not going to lie. Like, it was like, oh, like, I don't have to have, like, that conversation. Mm -hmm. Because you hear horror stories about the racism. Like, there was just so many things going through my mind. Like, I don't want to be, you know, because I was such, I was already in a predominantly white high school my whole life. Mm -hmm. That I was just ready to connect with my people. Maybe I should know me. Yeah. Yeah. So it was really cool. Like, we had a really good time. But I will say in the back of my mind, I knew I was not going to graduate. Did this, you? And, like, the first moment I stepped on, I said, I'm not going to graduate from the school. Okay, I'm going to yeah. probably flunk or party. Like, it was just, I, like, I knew it just wasn't for me. But I was having a good time. That I was like, mm-hmm. maybe this is what college is. Yeah. And so we would, me and Des would FaceTime. And I knew she was having a good time. And she would be like, oh, this happened. da 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 And I remember, like, the second night, I think we had, like, just got off the phone. And mind you, since it's black, the black um, orientation thing, I was the only person in my whole dorm, me and this other black boy. So none of my roommates, nobody was in the whole entire That's crazy. dorm but That's me and this black boy. That's so crazy. No one was there. So I remember the second night, I think we had just got off the phone, and then I was in my bed bawling. Bawling. Because I was like, well, like, everyone's having fun. Like, everyone's happy and I'm not and I was bawling I was like what like what's wrong with me I don't think it was a what's wrong with you I think it's just like you perceived like me having a good time and like I was feeling it too I just didn't vocalize it like because I was like yeah I'm having a good time but I know I'm not gonna stay here yeah but it's like I was just not maybe so what was wrong with me but like why am I not having a good time yeah but to be fair GBSU is so white Oh yeah, we. Sh- it's also extremely, extremely small. small. Yeah, it's the smallest school you will like ever go to, and I'm not like that. School was honestly a really great school for a person like me. Like I love, well, I don't love it, but um, one-on-one teaching is what I do best in. So it was very one-on-one. It was very like close net. Like the professors knew your name type That's stuff. That's great. Yeah. So, and honestly, I'm like, I did excel in academics there. I got all A's, Dean's list. Anyway. <laughs> but yeah, so the second night, I'm bawling my eyes out. Like, why am I not having fun? And 
it, I'm not gonna, it only got worse from there. Yeah, so once classes started, mm-hmm. um, you're excited, as you should be. And I just, back of my mind, like, so I had a lot of anxiety financially. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a topic to discuss because it's expensive. It is. I didn't get full coverage. Mm-hmm. because my dad made too much. I'm not saying that we were, we had a lot of money, but my dad, with my mom's income, because they fell together, mm-hmm. it That's looked it like, oh, you have money. Mm-hmm. Not knowing that there's four That's children in the house. get free lunch in high school. <laughs> right, like, you have money, like, you should be able to afford at least a third of your tuition, mm-hmm. which was, I think it was six grand. Mm-hmm. Which is nothing to some people, but, like, it was a lot to me. So, they were, like, mm-hmm. basically, like, okay, like, we can't let you. It developed into me not able to um, file classes, but they were, like, um, can you, you can take out a loan. But I didn't want to take out a loan for something that I wasn't passionate about. Because mm-hmm. I already took out student loans. Yeah. So, they wanted me to take out a personal loan. I was, like, mm, if taking out a personal loan and me leaving, yeah. I'll leave. But it was just a lot of financial stress, and I think that was, like, the first layer. Of the mm-hmm. iceberg was like, I don't know how I'm gonna afford books. Mm-hmm. My, I got a laptop, but like, it's just it's a whole bunch of finance. My phone bill, like even something as small as that, you'd be so broke in college Ooh, that so five thousand dollars just sounds like a million. Mm-hmm. So I got a job, and we all know on campus jobs are trash. So well, trash. specifically calf food jobs are trash. Yes, so. I worked in food too. I got a calf job and it was just the it was the worst thing because like I just it would it just add on to my depression. Yeah. And I'm not knocking anyone who works in food services, but it was just oh, no. like I'm at college working a f- like I don't know. It just my it was just so un- I don't know. I was really depressed about it. And then like the football players were just assholes. And oh, yeah. That was their calf. I worked in the sports dorm, mm. and the football players are so arrogant. Like oh, they would God. just like leave their trash, you know. Like it just felt not fulfilling. I think yeah. that's my word for it. And mm. getting told what to do when you're in a, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like it was just. And then for the amount mm-hmm. was not. Oh worth my it. God, the pay? Are you joking? And so like I used my I was grateful because I had a little bit of change to like. You know, uh, get food, things, blah, yeah. blah, blah. But on top of that, I had, like, not good roommates. Um, My roommate that I dished, my black roommate, she was cool. Like, we mm-hmm. were. Yeah, we she were, was cool. Yeah, she was great. Um, But our other roommates were trifling. Mm-hmm. And they didn't clean up after themselves. So, we, me and my roommate always cleaned. So, I think that was a layer. And then, mm-hmm. like, it developed into one day where I was just always in my dorm. Like, I didn't mm-hmm. go out. I didn't go to class. Like, yeah. it was really bad. And I would just, like, sit in my dorm and, like, I didn't realize how depressed I was, but I would just, like, sit in my dorm and, like, watch Netflix and, like, yeah. skip class. Because I didn't have any same. motivation to learn. Like, no if you're, I was so unhappy, too, it was, like, I got to go to math class today. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, or I got to go to business class today. And then I was in a degree where it didn't pay much. Do you, do you get, mm-hmm. like, I was putting the bits and pieces together and I was just like I'm gonna graduate with the bachelor's in business which is I mean that's great if you're so passionate about business though mm-hmm. and I was just not I was just like they would teach about economics and I'm like who cares yeah. if you just know how to run a company there was a guy there who started his own company he was making 20,000 a year from his company and a lot of us looked at him like why are you here mm-hmm. and I think that was the moment that clicked for me I was just like this isn't a necessity to, mm-hmm. su- to be successful. It's not. Um, and I just felt like a lot of degrees. And this one boy was like, if I didn't have a baseball scholarship, I would not be here. He was like, baseball is my passion. If I didn't have mm-hmm. a bit, ba- And then that clicked with me. And I'm like, so people are here either because they're on the scholarship and it's fully paid for. Mm-hmm. Or they have, or they're really passionate about learning. Yeah. And I didn't have those things. And I was just like in my dorm all the time. I think we FaceTime the most. Back in school. Back in school because we were just so unhappy. Mm-hmm. For me, I never picked a major. I never knew what I was going to school for. I thought it was business, but I never, like, decided on a major. I, w- I was just taking, like, writing, math. Like, I was so lost and confused. Mm-hmm. 
Um, another thing to point out about my school, we said it was it's a PWI. I was the only black girl in my whole dorm. And that speaks volumes. And that speaks volumes. And I did go to a PWI high school, but like I had friends. I had no friends in college. I felt like just so alone, so overlooked, so like I don't know. I'm gonna take it there. I'm like worthless. Like I was just yeah, so like in my mind and head about every little thing. Yeah, and um, dep. I don't know when depression hit, but I know like I didn't go out of my room. I went to like two parties with Sarah. Shout out Sarah. Shout out Sarah. Um. And then after that, it stopped. I was in my room 24 I would go out to eat, like grab a bite, take it to my room, in my room 24-7, laying down, watching YouTube, eating Netflix, ice cream. eating ice cream. I ate Ben and Jerry's, Jimmy Fallon tonight <laughs> ice cream. <laughs> I would eat like a tub a week. Which is insane. It's insane. Yeah. Like, you don't realize how bad it was until you're out of it. You um, don't. And we would just call each other, like, we didn't say that we were dropping out. We um, didn't. At that time, I was I didn't know if I wanted to go home after the semester or finish out the, the year. year. Mm-hmm. And I was, that was, like, a long debate for me. I didn't know what to do. And I would call my family, and they would be, like, finish out the year. Like, they would be making me feel stupid. Like, girl, you finish out the year. But I just, I didn't want to. And shout out to my dad. I don't talk about him much, but he was the only person that I could call and talk to and be like, dad, like, I'm so unhappy. I don't know like what I should do. And me and my dad aren't really close, but he would check on me. And he was the only person that was like, like Cassidy, I know you, like, this isn't like your route. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, you don't need to feel pressured to be here and doing this stuff he was like I know you have a good um head on your shoulders like just like do what you need to do for yourself and I was like I really appreciated that from my dad because like I needed that it takes one person like Mm -hmm. I remember I went to the financial aid office and she goes I don't know what to tell you but like you owe five thousand dollars and I'm like bro I don't have five grand and I wasn't so they were like you need to pull out a personal loan I was like I'm not doing that I refuse Mm -hmm. like I'm not pulling out a loan. Yeah. With no, you know, I had no credit. So I was like, mm-hmm. I'm not pulling out a loan that's gonna be high as hell on interest. Mm-hmm. And at this point though, you were gonna finish out the year. I was thinking about finishing out the year. Okay. And what is like, well, you can't even register if you owe us money. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and I called my mom and I broke down. I was like, I don't wanna be here. Like mm-hmm. I'm unhappy. I just was like screaming at the, I remember like screaming at the top of my lungs, like at the financial aid office. People were just like walking by me, like wow. Like it'd be like that. It it was just a breakdown. And she was mm-hmm. she was she got on the phone. She was like, Well, you don't have to come home. Like, just come home. And I'm mm-hmm. like, uh, like it was just one thing that was just like finally, mm-hmm. you know, like you don't have to be there. You don't have to be depressed if you don't want to be. Like, just come home. And I didn't yeah. even know I had that option. Like, I mean, I knew I can come home, but like coming home without feeling like I'm a failure. Yeah. Like coming home and being like, we'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. That's what she's like, we'll just figure it out. So I remember like being happy. So happy. I would have a countdown. Yeah. <laughs> Every time there was a break or a weekend I was going I would home, have a countdown. I would have a countdown. Yeah. And she was like, we'll figure it out. And this was, I think, after Thanksgiving break. Because after Thanksgiving break, I was depressed to even come Bad. back on campus. Yeah. And I broke down after that. And I was like, I don't want to be here. Mm-hmm. And she's like, we'll just come home. We'll figure it out. So I come home after... uh like when we're about to go on Christmas break, mm-hmm. the thing that they don't tell you about dropping out with some schools, not all schools, you have to pay to drop out. Mm. So that added more to my debt to the school. So I, at wow. that point, I, was, I think I owe like 5300 So you have to pay to leave, which is insane That's to me. So insane. It's just a money trap too. Like, mm-hmm. And so I was like, fuck it, just add it to my bill. Because I'm already in debt as it mm-hmm. is, just add it. So I left. I was so happy. $5,000 in debt and all. So I was like, happy. I'm so happy to go. Like, 
this is uh, it was just I was literally about to cry when I was leaving like mm-hmm. I was like I felt more joyous leaving than coming on campus literally like I was like oh my god like I I'm so out like happy I first day so out happy. it's just like it was like the best feeling it was the and we best were like oh feeling. my god we dropped out like that's when I knew it was the right decision because I don't think I would have been as happy about my decision. Yeah. And I do think um, you need to have a really good head on your shoulders mm-hmm. when you make that huge decision. Because it is a huge decision about dropping out. So um, it it's a really big decision. And it tests you. It too. tests you. But also, like, when you do come home, you have to have a plan. You do. And I, th- I didn't have a plan. We'll talk about that after the break. All right, we're back. <laughs> back in Adam. Back live. So, coming I, back home. Coming back home, having a plan. So, I come back home. Obviously, I had no job, I had no money. And mm-hmm. I'm the type of, I think we both are. What? Money is a confidence booster. Mm-hmm. having my own money is a confidence booster like mm-hmm. making my own cash and we it was like high school money but we had money you know before last, we went to college yeah and true. then we were like broke and like we're older and we're like why are we older and broke, broke. Like, even though we just, were only 18 yeah. but i was like yeah i have no money it was christmas time so like it, it was a weird transition. It was, um, it was not an easy weird. one, I want to say. If you do drop out, it is not an easy decision. And I think there's this misconception that people who drop out are lazy and they yeah. don't have a plan and they don't have, like, a drive. But dropping out is one of the hardest decisions to mm-hmm. do. Finishing college is a hard decision. Yeah. So um, dropping out is a super hard decision because you have to have – it's life. Yeah. So now you're, not, now you're in the world. Mm-hmm. And I remember I'm like, well, you need to get a job. She was like, oh, that's yeah. the first thing. She's like, you need to make, you start, you start you making money because yeah. you need to become a functioning human being. Like you need to, and mind you, I'm still depressed. Like mm-hmm. getting up every day is not easy. So I'm like, no. okay, I need to get a job. But job hunting was really hard when you're just, it was really if I'm being hard. honest, just a, a newly fresh college, I mean, um, graduate from high school. Because mm-hmm. it's only been six months since I graduated. Yeah. And we didn't. We didn't want to go back into the, like the food, food industry. industry, right? Because we have to have one full time job. Yeah, we have to be doing something every day. Mm-hmm. Um, making enough money to sustain also, yeah. a lifestyle. So I'm looking for jobs, and I tried a few. I actually got hired. Um, it didn't happen quickly. The first job that I got, it happened a month after I dropped out, mm-hmm. and I hated it. And it was... Was that the selling one? Yeah, and I think it was in mm-hmm. sales. And I'm not a salesperson. Yeah. And I literally was like, I'm still depressed. I'm like, I don't like this job. Did I make the wrong decision? Mm-hmm. Did I make the wrong decision of dropping out? Would I be happier at school? Like, mm-hmm. that's how my depression... That's how depression works, where it is sometimes feel like the two options are still bad, but take the worst option. Mm-hmm. So I was like, do I... Did I make the wrong decision? Because I think you had got a job. Yeah, so I dropped out December 13th. I came home December 13th. And December 4th, I'm sorry, January 14th, I started my job. So it was like a month of rejection and like, we don't know. I have no money. Yeah, we were both like that. And it was just like, and then my, then I was like trying to like, kind of have a social life but I didn't have money and people like I'm not about to be sitting here supporting you financially and then like I just felt bad yeah asking for the asking money for money parents. when you haven't even asked for money in like some so months that was the thing for my depression was like because mm-hmm. you had got a job so you were trying to make money I still didn't have a job so I was yeah. still my mom was so cash having $20 although I appreciated it yeah um it was added on it was like why is my mom giving me money mm-hmm. like i've never had just that i've always so, had my own like, money you felt dirty yeah you felt grind like a like you was leeching yeah and i was like even though that wasn't i mean it's your parents they're supposed to support you mm-hmm. and i'm very happy that my mom did yeah um it still was like i've always made my own money yeah always so i think i finally got a job in march March. Yeah, I got hired at my job in March because I looked the other day. This is March. Yes. So from December wow. to March, I didn't have a job. So I was like 
just running around errands. Like, I felt like a child because I was, like, running errands with my mom on the week. Like, because I had no mm-hmm. job. So she'd be like, okay, just run this. Like, it just felt like I was a child. Yeah. And, again, did I make the right decision? And you had a job. So all my friends were either at school or had a job. So it got really, really – I think if I didn't get a job out March, it would have been super bad. And yeah, I thank God. Bad. Like, I was just so – thankful mm-hmm. that I got hired like in a really good position and this is yeah. like I'm I believe in God so it's crazy how he works because I got the job that I hated in February I quit and I was like I only did like a two days of it and I mm-hmm. hated it and so I think it was February, so February March so the next month I was like I'm so depressed like I can't find a job I applied for the job they called me back it was far my job is far mm-hmm. I had no car um so that added on because i'm like how am i gonna get to this job it's a really good job but how am i gonna get to it Mm -hmm. and my mom was like just use my car because covid this is crazy covid hit you got it right before covid COVID which is insane this is how god works like Mm -hmm. everybody's losing their job but i had got a job that wasn't laying people off Mm -hmm. and it was a really good position she was like my mom was working from home so she was like just use my car to go to work because I'm working from home because COVID. God is good. So I was able to use my mom's car until I was able to get my rusty, dusty truck fixed, uh-huh. um, which took about a month. And things just started to, like, the pressure and the release was, like, it's a turnaround point. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because my job, like I said, like, I work in finances, taught me about credit because mm-hmm. it was, like, a requirement a course. Mm-hmm. And so I built my credit up. And I learned about credit and which is a whole thing. Um, and I was able to buy or purchase a brand new car because um, I had mm-hmm. such good credit. And it's just crazy how things have like developed. So like into where we are now. Um, but it is a hard decision. And it's crazy to think a year ago like when we were in New York because mm-hmm. uh, we were like the fact. But if you think about it, we were broke. We were so When I broke, say broke. I literally had, had like eight cents in my account. Like maybe like a couple cents. Like yeah. broke as hell. And I know it's a scary decision if you're thinking about dropping out, if you're thinking about making a new path or whatever. Things do get better. Mm. And I also like don't feel like you're copping out or like yeah. you're weak or something, you know, or like feel less than because that's simply it's just not the case. It's not. That the school systems that we have in America are just not built for everybody. And that mm-hmm. is complete, nothing's wrong with you. Nothing's off with you. You are just different. And that's mm-hmm. fine. And throughout this ep, we never wanted to come off as that we are like shitting on oh, going to school. Because we, I friends, will never talk down about higher anybody, education. I like, never higher education down. is such a great, great thing. thing. And, you know, if you get your education... Get like, that education. I support I, that I, fully. I, my um sister is still about to graduate. Mm-hmm. And very proud. Like... Very proud. It's dude, hard to go to it's school, It's so too. hard to go to school. Like, mm-hmm. and, and specifically... social and academics. It's hard. It is. And, like, Black people, mm-hmm. I want them to go to school. Because sure. we need them to go mm-hmm. to school. But not everybody needs to go to school is what I'm saying. And it's just crazy because we were in New York and we were last that time last year, we were like, we cannot do this. Yeah. Like we were literally in New York on our own dime, dime. which New York is expensive. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) But it's just thinking that we were able to afford Mm -hmm. plane ticket, hotel, maintain food and yeah, food, not die. everything and when we were literally just so like we were it was the transit like it gets better is what i'm trying to say like it does this and it's not a quick thing it's not it's gonna take time and you it takes a lot build. of hard work and resilience and like getting up going to work you have to mm-hmm. become a functioning human being you start something like we were thinking we were coming up with different business ideas <laughs> yeah, we and were. like which eventually developed to the podcast but mm-hmm. still do what you what makes you passionate if it's video videography youtube yeah. whatever people always say oh you can't do youtube everyone you know what i'm saying yeah but if that's what you really want to do do it like if that's do what it. makes you happy if that's what sparks joy in your life do it like 
I just mm-hmm. am a firm believer of like doing what makes you happy or whatever sparks joy in your life because it's hard. Like life is hard and that's just period. And it's so hard. I just, I mean, you have to learn about finances and budgeting and mm-hmm. cre- like credit and all that stuff, but you're going to have to Google. do that anyways. Google. That's how Google. I did it. Like there's so many YouTube videos. You know, like there's so many routes. And I did want to take it back to New York. We were at the um Empire. Empire State Building. And we're just like looking at the view of everything. It's like nighttime. Mm-hmm. It's our last day, and we're all just like soaking in everything. And mm-hmm. then Des was like, uh, like a year ago, we were at college depressed. Mm-hmm. And I was like tearing up, and I'm not gonna do it right now. Don't do it, but I'm not gonna do it right now. But it's just, I don't know. It's just so, I'm so grateful and so just like, yeah. Like, I can't even put it into words you how really happy I am. And just like that moment when you was like, where we were last year, it just gave me like a new perspective. perspective. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to be okay. You know what I'm saying? It's like, and I have to live my life for, for Cassidy. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Like, I have to do what Cassidy wants. Mm-hmm. What makes- you know what I'm saying? What Cassidy, what makes Cassidy happy and not be like, yeah. I don't know, scared. I'd be scared a lot. Like, yeah. not be scared to make moves. Yeah. Yeah, like, this was a big move for us. Mm-hmm. Like, even though, like, when we saw our analytics for the last podcast... We were like so grateful. We were like, we're, so we thought grateful. three people were just gonna listen. Like, we're yeah, like, it's a whole nother thing to like get on Spotify and actually listen. You know yeah, what I'm you know, like we when we say we really appreciate it, like we really every appreciate listen, it. We really do appreciate, especially because, like, us. Like we have like no friends. Yeah. We're <laughs> awkward. Yeah, and then, like to know people listen. Like, it care. honestly warms my heart. It does. We love. We love everybody. <laughs> we do. Um, but yeah, like. And we had each other, and I can only imagine doing it alone. Mm-hmm. Like, it was, it's hard. I can, like, if I didn't have someone to be like, yo, like, just to hop on the phone with, like, mm-hmm. we were both depressed. So, like, it was just, like, just <laughs> we to were. hop on the phone for maybe, we were on the phone for like two hours. We were. I couldn't imagine doing it alone mm-hmm. or without family support. Yeah. I think that would have just broke me off. And we do need to, like, say thank you to the family. They, Shout out to the family. Shout, Shout out, out to, to the, the family, family for advice, financials, just right. you know, everything. The we're very part. Yeah, grateful. We're very for you grateful guys. because there are a lot of parents who probably can't financially support their children when they drop out. Yeah, because they're so like, like so, and also sometimes coming home isn't like an option. You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It was kind of short notice too. It's short notice, like, like some week. people were like, "You're not coming back to my house." You know, I'm like, "You need to finish." finish. Yeah, like just finish the year. Mm-hmm. Um. But I was welcomed. You were welcomed welcomed. with, like, open arms. Like, even my grandma was like, just do what makes you happy. Like, even though she's still, like, you're going to go back to school. (laughs) But I think that's a normal expectation from my grandmother. But, um. Oh, so you guys, since we got our stories out, everyone knows now that we didn't drop out because of each other. (laughs) That was a huge thing that I, I think they were playing with us, but it really annoyed us. They were like, you only dropped out because of each other. And it's like. I think we're just we're similar people mm-hmm. when it comes to um how we view school. Yeah. And I think it was I think at some point it just would have happened. If even if I happen. stayed a year mm-hmm. and you dropped out, I think maybe two years later I would have probably dropped out. Mm-hmm. Like in yeah. some way we both would have ended up on a different path. And I yeah, don't think it was because of each other, but like I said, I can only imagine it doing well. So if you are in school right now, and I know it's super hard. I could not imagine doing it with COVID oh, yeah. um, and online stuff. Virtual. Um, like, we understand. You're not the only person who feels that way. We were there. It does get better. It is a hard decision to either stay or leave. But you have to really contemplate, like, do what makes you happy and also have a drive when you come home. Yeah. Like, have that drive to be like, yeah, you might be depressed. I was. Mm-hmm. Um. But just pick yourself up and be like, I have to keep going. Like, there's no, like, have I have to. to keep, there's no other way. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a money driven person, um, whether you think that's good or bad, but <laughs> <laughs> I like money. Uh-huh. And that's the only thing that kept me going. Like, I need to make this amount, of, like, not this amount of money, but I like you to see money in my stable. bank account. Yeah. I like to see a green plus check 
deposit it into my bank account. I'm one of mm-hmm. those people. So whatever motivates you to keep going, do that. It could yeah. be so simple. It could be, I don't know, your family. It could be, I don't know, anything that you can find that makes you keep going. You just need to keep a straight path and like, this mm-hmm. is what I need to do to keep going. And just do, like I said, do what makes you happy and find something that is going to spark joy, even if it is unconventional. Yeah. Don't listen to the opinions of other people because there will be talk. People are definitely going to talk about you, but you cannot let 100%. that get in your way. Yeah. And just, you know, keep keep going. That's keep really going. that's really all I have to say about that. Um mm-hmm. so on a lighter note, because I'm <laughs> like this podcast. It was like, very heavy. Very but it was needed. It was needed. Um, do you have any black business Ooh, to shout out i know I putting me you, on the spot i know i didn't give you do you um, have any because I, I need to i have two okay do okay. it for both of us am i doing it for both just of us? the two of us yep let me pull them up on instagram okay so the first business is called simplified um it's an eastern market downtown detroit and it's a streetwear store mm-hmm. and not both of the owners are black um but what they stand for, I'm a true believer in. They were a huge organizer in the Black Lives Matter movement downtown. Period. They um, did a fundraiser for Black Lives Matter. Period. Where they sold all their proceeds, gave all their proceeds to the Black Lives Matter movement and in inner city youth Detroit. Period. Which I'm a huge believer in. Um, so if you want to check them out, like I said, Eastern Market, downtown Detroit. They also have a look, the Black Lives Matter. Fire. On the bio. Love that. Their clothes are fire, Their clothes are bi- Every single time out. I'm wearing their clothing now. Every single time I, I wear um, one of their sweatshirts or whatever, they're, I always get come like, yo, that's a dope sweatshirt. Mm-hmm. Um, they also have a website, but I'm not too sure because it's not it. Just look up Simplified on Instagram. <laughs> It'll just probably have a link somewhere. Yeah. Um, the other black business I would like to shout out black is... Business. Um, a hair salon slash, well, it's not, well, it is a hair salon. It's called um, Curl Me Crazy Hair Company. Uh, she sells wigs, handmade wigs. The one handmade. that I sent you, she handmade that, custom colored everything. Um, black woman yeah. does it all by herself in the middle of COVID. Mm. Sells mm-hmm. bundles, sells great hair. Mm-hmm. Um, and she does wigs and it's really nice. It's in Roseville, I believe, on Gratiot. Mm-hmm. So if you need bundles or a wig, which I'm trying to get a wig, guys, from her. <laughs> but they sell like hotcakes because they're just so good. And yeah, we'll really see. Maybe good. next episode I'll have a wig on. <laughs> um, but she does really amazing work. And I would say highly, highly suggest you check her out. Also, we have a Instagram page. I'm shouting out our own black business. Yes. <laughs> Follow this podcast. It'll mean so much to us. It's at no social skills pod on Instagram. Mm-hmm. We just post like inspirational content, really. Yeah. And like when the next episodes are going to be up and like stuff like that. But mm-hmm. it does have an Instagram to so follow. Also on Spotify, they do give you an option to follow us. Yeah, they do. So follow us on Spotify as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we're working to get it on Apple. It's just really tricky as of right now because the way that everything is going. But eventually we will be on Apple, even if I have to fight tooth and nail with them. (laughs) I will get us on Apple Podcasts, I promise. We will be on all platforms. We will be on all platforms. But right now we are exclusively on Anchor or on Spotify. Uh, So follow us on there. Leave a review. Um, Yeah, like it if you can. Like it. Anything that you can to help us out would be, like I said, appreciated. Greatly appreciated. And I guess we'll see you guys. We will see you guys. This time, this place, next Friday. Next Friday. (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye. That's a good ending.